0: Hey folks, it's Marcus Allen. It is Monday, March twenty-first, two thousand and twenty-two, at seven thirty-six in the evening in beautiful Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. By the way, if you hear noises from outside, like kids screaming or my son who's teaching art in the other room, that's the new normal around here, and uh, I actually kind of like it because pre-COVID, I would been that would have drove drove me crazy crazy that people weren't outside that people were outside and making all this noise and now i love the fact that people are outside enjoying life and not following the rules of staying inside and wearing masks and all that kind of stuff so uh, i'm back again i've done this many times i've gone away for like a year at a time then i come back and uh, this is all actually part of the plan and the reason i came back today is because i think we're 6 months away from complete and utter hell uh where everyone is locked down worse than ever before. Uh, money is no longer money. Everything's about getting us into crypto and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to make this a little bit of a short one. Normally I go on an hour or so. We'll see how long it goes. Uh, so what have I been doing for the last year or so? Actually, I've been working hard. And uh, I took a, for example, I took a course Uh, In fact, let me, uh, I got a new, I'm using my new computer here, so uh, I want to make sure that this is testing well. By the way, this is what the computer used to be trained on. Let me see if it pops up here. This is the Teeny Martini Bar in St. Augustine, Florida, and I discovered this during COVID, Convid, I should say. Let me uh, get the settings all tweaked up here so you can see it good. And yeah, so uh, look how sharp that is. And it's got a little bit of a lag, but that's okay. And during COVID and when it was very cold here a couple years ago, uh, I was always looking for inspirational webcams to train myself on and get distracted by. And this was my favorite one. This place can get pretty crazy. All kinds of different people who go there. That is for sure. And uh, nice eye candy. And I know it's very uh, attraction-getting because my entire family always sneaks into my office here to watch this when I'm sleeping or taking, taking a nap. Uh, they just love people watching. It's pretty funny people-watching stuff. So anyway, I'll leave this up as I'm talking, which is probably not a good thing. I'm, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to make it go away. What I'm going to do is I'm going to type in Gary Gensler... Now, Gary Gensler is the current chairperson of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. But what's interesting is Gary Gensler, once taught at MIT, MIT professor. And by the way, I always take notes, so you don't have to worry about taking notes. That's why I talk a little bit slow, because I'm taking notes. And if I type that in, here we go. MIT Sloan, Gary Gensler to be nominated for, no, that's not what I want. Uh, What I want is the course that he taught. MIT, I think it was called Blockchain and Money Course. There we go. Yes. So this is the course that I took. I took it online and um, it was pretty awful. (laughs) So let uh, let me copy this if you would like to see it. And again, I'll put it in my notes. There we go. And it was everything about basically bitcoin and crypto and you can see the actually you can't let's see the assignments it it was just really bad now i did learn new things from it uh, but the reason i took this course is because i'm inventing money the money is called exclave bucks and i'll put a link to that and exclave bucks is censorship resistant digital money that we're using at exclave private towns. I am developing 21 private small towns, manufacturing towns all across America. You can go to escapethenewnormal.com, typing that in notes too, and you can take a tour of the town. In fact, in this week I'm going to have a new video of of what the towns uh, that we're coming up with. So if you come back in about a week or so and take a look at that, you'll see a new spanking new video of the vision that I have for building these 21 towns. No, these towns haven't been built yet, but we are still on schedule for September to break ground in beautiful Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Again, once the the economy collapses, we will be in uh, pristine shape to find the perfect location. We have four that I've eyed up right now that remain off auction. In other words, they were sold at auction. And they, of course, no one did anything with it because of COVID. And I think what's going to happen is that uh, as COVID lockdowns get worse and the economy goes to pot, there's going to be very aggressive sellers. What do they call that? Not aggressive sellers. They call that. Hold on. Now this is bothering me. They are called. Do, 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 do. highly motivated sellers highly motivated sellers so get, boy i really go in tangents don't i i haven't lost that that characteristic of me doing these these chats so i took the course be, oh yeah because i invented exclave bucks exclave bucks is the currency that we're going to use in our private towns the government can't do anything about it so what's going to be coming is we have of course the vaccine passport, which links to the Chinese-style social credit scores, and you're not going to be, if you're like me, and you won't take the quaxine, and you won't wear the masquerade face diaper, and you won't want to go into the social credit score, you're not going to be able to use money. I mean, Klaus Schwab has been telling us this. You will own nothing and be happy, and a lot more. So, I knew this was coming decades ago. Been working on Exclave Bucks in my mind literally since 1986. When I first found out, let me put put a note about that. Got lots of notes for tonight. Let's see, today's the 21st. Go back. Bump, bump, bump. 321. There we go. So, yeah, let me, uh, I'll put a link to Faith Popcorn's cocooning. In fact, let's uh, let's just go crazy here and type that in. Faith, popcorn. I highly, highly recommend this website. Uh, if you scroll down, you're going to see she's one she or he. It's hard to tell. Kind of looks, kind of looks dudish to me. Faith, popcorn. And um, there we go. Make that smooth. And. If, I first stumbled upon Faith Popcorn in 1986. Uh, the LA Times, if I remember right, reading an article about cocooning. Uh, let's see if it's in here somewhere. Yeah, avatar existence. <laughs> I mean, this person has been right since 1986. And you can even see it here. She has a 95% uh, percent, I guess, accurate forecasting, everything from technology to nutrition and personal care. And, you know... I don't know how she came up with that, but I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I'm constantly on this website all through the decades just to see what they're going to do next. I mean, she's telling us what they're going to do to us next. So between the World Economic Forum and faithpopcorn.com, if you know how to read, you'll be a prophet. You'll know exactly what is coming down the pike. So uh, the reason I'm into cryptocurrency is because with Exclave Bucks, There's things called on-ramping and off-ramping. Basically, it's how do you get money into a a financial ecosystem and how do you get it out? So with Exclave Bucks, for example, we take cash. We currently take credit card, although I expect any day now that that's going to go away because they're going to say that we're money laundering. I'll get into that in a second. Money laundering is, um, is a very bad word to the banksters. See, money laundering is just code for competition. Uh, And a lot of people are starting to see this, that if you donate money to the truckers in Canada convoy, like $50, well, they, they say that you're money laundering. You're doing something illegal by donating money to a peaceful truckers convoy. See, that's what the banksters do. The banksters don't like competition. John D. Rockefeller said that competition is a sin. They don't like competition. So anything they they feel threatened by, they just say, oh, they're money laundering. And I know for sure they're gonna say that about exclave private towns. We just wanna be left alone. We wanna go back to the way, the good old life, and be left alone. And I know that they're gonna say we're money laundering. So yes, we take cash, we take credit cards, uh, we take crypto, but what you're gonna find for me is you're gonna be blown away that I think crypto is one of the biggest scams on the planet. And I know that's gonna upset a lot of people, but it is the truth. And that's all I know, is I know how to tell the truth, and I stick to that. So uh, we will be on-ramping with crypto into Exclave Exclavebox and then immediately selling the crypto that we get, converting it into cash and paying for actual assets that help build our small towns. And I am looking right now into taking gold and silver coins. And what we're gonna do is at our 21 locations, Again, you can take the virtual tour and see where the 20 where the 21 locations are going to be near you. We're going to have banks, like drive-through banks, so you can bring your treasure, you can bring your coins or your cash, and we will on the spot immediately convert it into Exclave bucks. Cool thing about Exclave bucks is it's it, there's no inflation, it's impossible to inflate it and impossible to deflate it. Uh, It's based on the 1909 dollar, back in 1909. In fact, let me do a link there if I can find it, 1909 dollar. 1909 dollars is the only time a dollar was really worth a dollar. Actually, I think it was a dollar one. A dollar bought you a dollar one. It's the first time in the history of the current money supply that there was actual deflation. So a dollar bought a dollar one worth of goods, and then it's been downhill from there. The current conversion rate, the last time I looked at it, and Exclave Bucks will do this conversion automatically and it will update every day, is $1 is the equivalent to $30.5. In other words, when you get bucks, you're going to have to give us $30.50 to get one bucks. That's how the value of the dollar is plummeted. It's plummeted by basically 97%. Yeah, not so good. So I'm looking to partner... With a crypto, the least worst cryptocurrencies out there. And that's what I've been doing all year. And I've been heavily involved in Epic Cash. Uh, and the people at Epic Cash don't like me now. It didn't end well. They heard that I was doing a documentary, which I am called Cryptogasm. And that's how I'm going to get lots of people to know about cryptocurrencies, the truth about cryptocurrencies, and then swing them over to escapethenewnormal.com and find out about our towns. And they got wind that I was getting very frustrated with their, well, they weren't telling the truth. And um, so I spent a lot of time on that. And uh, I'm glad that I did. It helped me find out the sausage factory of the cryptocurrency game. Again, the only thing that anyone needs to know is that the NSA invented Crypto currencies, all of them. The NSA has their fingerprints on every aspect of crypto. Uh, in fact, that's what nine eleven was all about. Nine eleven, I'll put notes. Nine eleven, and crypto, was all about putting what's known as KYC and AML. KYC stands for know your customer. AML is anti money laundering. It it put into law. The concept that the average everyday person who's not a criminal is now treated like a criminal and has to submit all kinds of personal information. It's almost like filling out a mortgage. In fact, it's even worse. I had to sign and give less, not sign. I had to give less personal information trying to get on to crypto than I did filling out a mortgage, which is crazy. And it's under the guise that we're gonna stop the bad guys who are, again, money laundering. Well, 9-11 fit the bill for that. And that's where the Patriot Act of 2001 came in, the USA Patriot Patriot Act of 2001. It made it 45 days after 9-11, the Patriot Act came out, and it made it so all banks by law had to do KYC and AML. And now that has broadened to cryptocurrencies. So unless you're doing something called peer-to-peer crypto, in other words, if I have Bitcoin and you have a Bitcoin wallet, I don't have to do KYC. I don't have to do AML. Yet, at least, they're probably going to change that. But currently, I don't have to worry about that. But who's got that? How many people have Bitcoin hanging around, especially newbies? They don't. So how do you get Bitcoin? Well, you have to go to an exchange or you have to go to the grocery store where they have a coin accounting type of thing and they'll convert it into Bitcoin. Well, up until two years ago, you could do that and all you had to do is give your driver's license. Well, now it's getting ridiculous what you have to give. Uh, I tried to do something with getting money put into uh, my bank account electronically through ACH. And again, I had to give more documentation and pictures of myself and the picture of my phone bill and than I did for my mortgage, it's crazy. So that's the real reason for (laughs) 9/11, and everyone needs to know about crypto because that's what's coming in six months. I really believe it. In fact, let me pull it up here on the screen. CBDC. Let's see. CBDC tracker. Yeah, this is a good one. CBDC tracker. This I look at every single day. CBDC stands for Central Bank Digital Currencies. That's what's going to replace the dollar. It won't do it, by the way, I wouldn't be worried about it happening overnight. Uh, Right now, let's see if I do a filter. Let's say uh, I get rid of pilot, I get rid of proof of concept, research and canceled. You'll see the only country that is currently launched is Nigeria and they call it E-Naira, E-Naira. So this is their, uh, so if I click on this, this is their central bank digital currency. I thought I can click on it, it would go there. Hmm. Maybe not, maybe this, there we go. So you can get all the news on the E-Naira project pretty much sorted in date order. And the pattern that I'm seeing is that what they're doing is, it's right now, it's an alternative to cash, basically. And that's the good news. I was really concerned about that. I really thought they were going to switch it so you had no choice but to go with central bank digital currency. But I know it's just a matter of time. They're going to make some excuse up. They're going to say that something happened. There's going to be some cyber attack or some theft or the dollar plunged, whatever the case is, well, we have this CBDC for you. And by the way, that's not pot. That's CBD. This is the CBDC. So going back to the map, if I clear, so here's the, you know, I'm in America, and here's what um, ours is gonna be called. It's called Project Hamilton. So again, if I click on this, you can see all the news 322 16. Oh, 316 22, March 16th. So that was five days ago. You will become an expert in C B D C and I highly recommend anyone who's listening to this right now, become an expert in C B D C because this is going to be your future. And you're gonna to have to you're gonna to have to put your money into it. And the problem again with C B D C is it's gonna be tra- tied to your vaccine passport and tied to your Chinese style social credit score. And if you're not taking the quacks, a nation, and if you're not politically correct and you say something bad about the government and you're a hater and you're anti-LGBT, transgender, this and that, um, your credit score goes down. And if your credit score goes down too much, they can cut off your bank account, your CBDC, your Project Hamilton. By the way, this is going to be really big. Get to know MIT Media Labs. I've been tracking them since Casey Neistat was very popular. However, I guess that was 10 years ago or so. And they are a very, very big player in all things blockchain and all things metaverse. So pay special attention to that. So, of course, I'm rambling on here. The punchline is I took a course in crypto, found out lots of shady shit, uh, then I went down, oh, my God, the rabbit holes I went down. Let me pull this up, too. Let's see. i use Simple Note, as you know, if you're a longtime listener of mine. And if I type in cryptogasm. Oh, it's not showing up. Here we go. It's thinking. There we go. Again, this for tomorrow's broadcast, I'm sure this will all fall in. You can see all the different, I have like 87 different mini documentaries I'm doing on cryptocurrencies. And here, here it is. So here they are. Everything from 9-11 and cryptocurrencies all the way down to the World Economic Forum. So I got lots of things to talk about. If you're new to crypto, you're de- well, I can just tell you right now, if you're new to crypto, don't do it. In one word, don't. Uh, period. End of statement. Even if you want to invest in crypto, good luck getting out of it. Again, when I was with Epic Cash, I, they gave me lots of Epic Cash because they wanted me to, to partner with them. And these things, they, they just give it away like it's nothing because it's just a token. really doesn't represent and It's not backed by anything. So I had a 1,000 Epic Cash. was like worth 350 bucks, And I tried to... <laughs> I tried to convert it to cash. Took three days straight. And I lost 35% of my value by the time, because the price went up and down, and because of all the fees and all the nonsense, I lost 35%. I wound up with $200-something. So, you know, everyone's giving, getting the impression that crypto is a great way to avoid the government. It's Again, the government is involved in every single part of crypto crypto including epicash including monero including using Mimblewimble wimble technology they have the easily break it and i'm going to prove that i'm going to prove that it's a piece of cake for the nsa to crack any cryptocurrencies. piece of cake and that's going to again that's going to upset a lot of people who are you know pushing this as an alternative to government intrusion and it sucks because When crypto first came out, I mean, I knew about it when it was under a 100 bucks a coin. And I'm like, even back then, I'm like, oh, that's a scam. The government, why are people doing this? The government invented it. Like, I couldn't believe it. And now, what, 9, 10 years later? No, it's been 13 years. Came out in 2009. Uh, Here's a little teaser. If you want to see how the government is behind it, go to a search engine and type in Mondex. And click on here. What does that look like to you? What does that logo look like? Oh, yeah, it's Visa MasterCard. (laughs) So there were four tests of the original. This is way before uh, this system was developed between 1990 and 1993. So that was... uh, Almost 10 years before the first crypto came out, Bitcoin. No, it was MasterCard and Visa. And they had four locations. I know one is Guelph, Guelph, Canada. I think New York City. Here we go. Yeah, Guelph, Canada, New York, Hong Kong, and Swindon. Don't know where that is exactly. My apologies to Swindonites. That's what they call you. Yeah, they, 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 they brought equipment. They had a separate, uh, you know, swipe your card unit that retailers had in Guelph, Canada, and various places, and they tested it. It failed. They went back to the drawing board, and here we are, ten or thirteen years later, nineteen ninety. I'm sorry, nine to ten years later, and then they roll out Bitcoin. Oh, and by the way, Ethereum is a hard fork of Ripple. And look into, it's the bank, Ripple is the Bank of England who created that. In fact, let me uh, put that in the notes. Bank of England, Ripple. In fact, let's just bring this up. Boy, this is going to be longer than I thought it was going to be. I thought I was just going to tell you where I've been for a year. Ripple, Bank of England. There you go. Ripple proof of concept. We carried out a proof of concept with Ripple to explore the synchronized movement of two different currencies across two different real-time gross settlement systems like linked using Ripple Connect and the Interledger Protocol. Again, you can go read this if you want. If you think some Japanese sounding guy that is anonymous created some private and anonymous banking system that would compete with the bankers and get away with it for 13 years now you are smoking something very intense <laughs> so that's where it's at i think i'll probably leave it at that uh it is monday march 21st 801 oh uh, that's not true i got one more thing to talk about should i hold on to that i think i should so i got here let me show you this Someone knocks on our door, we never answer the door. We just, because you get people like this who show up. Let me close this out. Uh, Here we go. So this was a a clear doorknob hanger. That's a doorknob hanger. And then if you open that up, you got this. And uh, my wife was quite intrigued by this. Because if you read it, it, says, did your vote count in 2020? Okay. Did your representative defend your children amidst continual lockdowns and masks? Whoa. Whoa. A Politician talking about how there are unconstitutional lockdowns and masks. Have your medical freedoms and right to work been protected? Wow. Do never-ending regulations help your business thrive? Does Harrisburg respect your tax dollars? Do your elected representatives listen and respond to your what does that say I have an actual copy of it to your satisfaction. If you answer no, and we'll fight for you. And then if you turn it over this is what it says on the back. Let's hold our elected representatives accountable. They serve us, we do not serve them. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. Now, I mean, this is very exciting. You know, my wife and I have not remembered anything like this in the past. Um, But uh, no, no, no. I have never voted in my life. And when people give me crap about that, I'm like, I'd be happy to give you my vote if you'd like to use it because it doesn't mean anything. So let's pull this up. Hold on. Let me get my notes out again. I thought I was done. I'm getting some bonus time here. 321. So, anyone remember Ross Perot? I always bring up the little guy. I think he died. Pretty sure he died. But I believe it was in 1992. Ross Perot, 1992. He ran, that's 1992, he ran for president and was kicked out, even though he had more votes than Bill Clinton. And he was not allowed to continue on as a presidential candidate. Never really got a reason why. Uh, I forget. And then that's like, okay, that's ridiculous. And then, so then, do you remember George I think it was George Bush? Let's see, George. Bush one judge. Yeah, Bush for yeah, Bush versus Gore. Just read the first sentence in Wikipedia. Bush versus Gore, blah, blah, blah. Was the decision of the United States Supreme Court on December 12, 2000, that settled a recount dispute. Do you remember the hanging chads? So basically, one judge, I believe it was in Florida. Yep, the Florida Supreme Court. One judge selected, not elected, selected Bush as the winner. And that that sealed the deal for me. I remember in 2000, I'm like, okay, I'm definitely never going to vote ever. Because my vote doesn't count. And anyone who says that my vote counts after watching that, debacle, they need their head examined. Give me a break. Our votes don't count. It doesn't matter if the elections are stolen. There's no way, by the way, Biden won. And say what you will about Trump, whether you like the guy, whether you're not, I, they're all in it together. It's a dialectic. They all come to the same conclusions. Notice how we all got, I mean, Trump push the vaccine operation warp speed biden said i would never take that that trump vaccine as soon as he got into office nothing changed he loves the vaccine i mean it's it's like a circus i can't believe people fall for it so anyway back to this flyer that we got in the mail yeah maybe this woman means well or maybe she's in on it this isn't going to make a difference and people who think voting is going to make a difference for a politician. Can you tell me one time in your life where a politician did something good for the people? Not for you, and not for one person, but for the people in general. I can't think of a single time. So um, this is going in the trash can. Sorry. I wish it wasn't that way, but it is. Anyway, now I'm totally rambling. I'm burping up dinner. It's, it's a mess. Monday, March 21st, 8.06 p.m. Everyone have a great night. Be well. Enjoy life. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.